This episode of The Gospel Underground is brought to you by The Passport, an exclusive online community for independent gospel artists looking to build and grow their music ministries from major impact. Members of The Passport receive access to live sessions with industry professionals, networking opportunities with other gospel artists, classes, resources, and so much more. If you are ready to grow your music ministry and connect with like minds in community, then the Passport is your ticket to taking your music ministry to the world. Visit www.thegospelunderground.co forward slash community to begin your free two-week trial today. Now let's get back to the show. You're listening to The Gospel Underground the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the Gospel Underground. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Gospel Underground podcast. I am your host, Janice Levine, and as always, I'm so excited to share with you and pour into your music ministry. So today I'm going to be sharing with you all part two of my interview that I did with Simona. Do not forget that if you want to watch the video version of this interview, you can do so by going to our YouTube channel. I will make sure that I put the link to the video in our show notes. So definitely make sure you check it out. And while you're there, subscribe and leave us a comment. Now, before we get into this part two of my interview with Simona, I wanted to share with you all a quick little announcement. Now, if you're a part of my email list, you've already heard, uh, but I just wanted to come and bring it here to the podcast as well, just in case somebody else was interested. So I have been planning and working on things for 2022 for the podcast, and the idea came up for me of starting an ambassador program. Now, we've been doing really, really good on the podcast this year. We've gained a lot of traction, and I want to continue that momentum by having uh, an additional support to the podcast. So if you are interested in becoming a Gospel Underground Podcast ambassador, I want you to drop the words, I'm interested under the Gospel Underground ambassador post on our Instagram page. Okay. So if you're not following us on Instagram, I want you to do that as well. (laughs) Make sure you follow us at the underscore gospel underground. And there's a post there that talks about the gospel underground ambassador program. If you are interested, I want you to message the words I'm interested, and then I will DM you with more information. All right. So like I said before, this podcast has been doing extremely well, and I'm so happy and so proud of that. We've been growing rapidly. But I know that there is more ground to cover and I need your help to do it. So if you're interested in being a part of the Gospel Underground Ambassador Program, make sure you check out the post on our Instagram page and type in the comment, I'm interested under the Gospel Underground Ambassador post. All right. All right. So that's all of my announcements for now. I hope that you all enjoyed last week's uh, podcast, which was part one of my conversation with Simona. It only gets better from here. So here is part two of my conversation with Simona. I, I, 
you know, I, I often ask myself, I don't know if sometimes we're, we're folks are serving the same God because the God I know, he casted Satan out for all that pride. So right. how can we stand in the presence of the Lord to minister to him and lead the people into the presence of the Lord full of pride? And sometimes that can take on various different forms. And now I'm talking about things that hinder the anointing. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about things that can kind of get in the way or uh, can I give you a real life example? Girl, go ahead. Real life example. Real talk. Back in the day, we're still talking about the, the anointing guys. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I used to People know I'm seeing and stuff like that, but my thing, 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 thing is praise dance. Like dance is my thing. Okay. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know how I got that gift. I don't know how it just was in me and it just comes out a certain way. And I'm saying this, I am not bragging. I really want to give a real life example about how this has worked in my life. So I'm not talking out, you know, out of the side of my neck, I'm really talking based on experience about the anointing. And when I used to go to praise dance, you know how Beyonce says stuff like, you know, when I get ready to perform, Sasha Fierce, and she starts talking about all these things. Yeah. I didn't have none of that because I've had the Holy Ghost since I was 12. Okay, okay. So I'm not sure. I'm using that as a frame of reference because people are familiar with her story. But yeah. literally, when I would go to praise dance, I could feel the spirit of the Lord come upon me as a child. And it is people who praise and worship the Lord. We all know that God's presence is really our reward because there's nothing like when the presence of the Lord descends upon you to do something. And I would dance with all my might. But guess what happened? What happened, girl? As time progressed and I started getting used to that anointing. Uh Uh-oh. You know what I started doing? I don't need to practice. You need to practice. Oh, oh, no, I got this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's going to, because as you know, because as soon as the music comes on, it's going to be right there. Right. Until, right. And, the, and the Lord let me, you know, I was a kid, you know, I was young. So, was, so the Lord let me kind of like, okay, little girl. Right. But you know what? Eventually. Wow the anointing would kind of lift up off of me. Mm-hmm. And then I began to see how hard it really is to do this in my own strength. Right. And you can fool people sometimes. Right. Right. Because they're used to seeing you do what you do. Right. Mm-hmm. But as I be, but then the, when pride would begin to enter in, See, and I thought, oh, well, this, you know, I, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. It really backed up off of me. Ooh. And it wasn't until years later that I realized I got lifted up. Mm-hmm. So I refused to do that with music. I refused to do that in a praise and worship setting just because I know that the Lord God that I serve does not tolerate pride, no flesh will glory in his sight, you know, and, yeah. and he doesn't share his glory with anyone. And so when we go on the, on the pulpit and we're demanding or we're telling God what to do and bossing God around and doing right. all this and doing that, you know what I'm saying? We got to watch that too, because you can't, you can't really do them like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
Being authorized to me is you are a submitted, obedient vessel. It doesn't mean you're perfect, but you got to be sensitive to the leading of the Lord. God can trust you to to be righteous and upright. Um, you don't want to be a Saul, right? And be rejected. Okay, and everybody can see it. You can't. Okay, and you're just it, operating in something else. You know, and so I feel like God has to say yes. You know, Travis Green has a song. Um, it's actually a scripture. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Yes. Who shall stand in this holy place? Only those with clean hands and a pure heart. God has requirements. Good. You listen. He ha- he requires. Why do we do him like that? Right. He has requirements. And, and, and if we care and if we want to be used by him and we we want to show him honor, I think that we should do what he wants. I What did you say? You said, you, I only do what he said. Just do what he That's said. It. That's it. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Listen, we didn't already started up. Okay. You know, I, I really wanted to bring this conversation with not just me, right? Because I'm always, I'm always saying stuff like this, but I think it's so important that I, uh, you know, I brought this conversation with someone else, with you specifically, um, because this is probably, aside from the Holy Spirit himself, no shade, but shade, missing from the gospel music industry. You know, we are, we're doing a lot of this and a lot of that, but God is not in it. You know, we, we cannot, we can hear beautiful, melodious voices, but we're not hearing the voice of God. And that is so problematic. God, I've said this many times as well. Gospel music belongs to God. It did not start with Thomas Dorsey. It did not start with all these legends and all these folks. It started in scripture when God commanded his people to sing to him. And yes. so now we're, we're here we are in 2021 and gospel music is so starkly different from how it looked in scripture. And so I just feel like this conversation is just so important because we need to find our pathway back to when yeah. our, our people were singing in scripture and, the, and instead of fighting the armies, they killed each other. All they had to yes. do was go out and worship and sing the praise of God. And it's just like, why people, I hear a lot of people say, we don't see miracles and stuff in church anymore. We don't, because of exactly what you said. Ain't no more humble hearts. Ain't no more clean mm-hmm. hands. And no. especially within as I said, the minstrels, you know, the artists, the, the, the praise and worship leaders. This is such an important topic for us because even though we, we may not be the pastor, the, the person that's preaching or leading the entire church, we have such a strong leadership role. So many people choose what church they're going to go to based off of the, is the praise team is popping or not. And yes. I just feel so strongly, so strongly um, about artists Taking responsibility, that's the word I was looking for, taking responsibility for this job that they've been given um, and, and, and the anointing that the Lord is allowing to rest on them to do this job. So you just yeah. listen. Go, go ahead, girl. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. Yeah. You know, it is just so... Oh, girl. So uh, something that I wanted to touch on uh, just a little bit deeper that you said, because, yeah. girl, my whole head rat almost flew off when you said this. The anointing, <laughs> the anointing costs. Girl, yeah. 
so I'm happy and I'm big personality. I'm jovial, all these things. But if you could have been here during the nights that I've cried, if you could have experienced the things that I've experienced and, you know, people listen to your music and they, and they experience you live and they're like, Oh, you're just so amazing. All these things. And sometimes we kind of downplay ourselves like, okay, it's great because we know from whence that anointing and that power came from, we remember those nights, we remember those days. So if you don't tell your business now, but just share a little bit about how you, uh, and you kind of already started talking about it. That relationship with God um, started early for you. You said seven when you got baptized, right? So just share a little bit about like how the Lord has groomed you and anointed you and and, and that process, as you said, uh, to get to where you are now. Well, I mean, the grooming started early. Um, Like I said, when I went into my mom's room and I told her, you know, I'm not going to serve the Lord just because you serve him. I need to know for myself that he's really real. Um, So, for example, one of the things that happened was, you know, I was a kid. And so shortly after I had that conversation with my mom, I went into my room and I was like, Lord, um, Every time I pray, this is one of my things that I was testing the Lord with. And I was saying, um, every time I would I pray, I feel like I'm talking to the air. Are you really listening to me? You know, my oh, child like yeah, really listening so to me. I said, you know what? If you're listening to me, I said, when my mom opens up her double doors to get us ready for school, I want to wake up right when the double doors open. Mm-hmm. And I said my prayer and I went to bed. Okay, you know, you, you go do it, you're not gonna do it. Right. So I went to sleep, I was in the deepest sleep ever. Oh, I was in the deep sleep. And sure enough, right when my mom's doors opened, my body just went just up, <laughs> just boom. And yeah. I was like, ah! you know, I was telling my mom, I was like, Mom, I told her about the prayer, and I was just so excited. So I did more, and the Lord started to deal with me in dreams and really cool to teach me about the word and things like that. And I went through a phase where I was getting even closer and I just really wanted to be saved. I didn't know why I was a kid. I just wanted to be saved. I thought the best thing in the world to do was to serve in the church and serve God's people. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but it was a seed planted very early on. But the way it got watered, was I had an amazing experience where the Lord essentially imprinted the word in my heart. And the Bible says he'll do that. He really, really did that for me. And I'll never forget, I was in like the seventh grade. And I remember, just like you crave food, I had this craving to read the Bible. It was the weirdest thing. It came out of nowhere. And because, you know, my parents were ministers, we always had a bunch of Bibles in the house. So I would get home from school. I'd sit on my bed. I'd get all these Bibles, all these different translations. And I'd sit on the bed and I'd start asking God questions. And I'd open up the door. It'd be right there every time, every time. And it would happen every day. And my parents would be like, how do you know this, this word? Like, what's going on? Like, how do you know? And he just started, like, I would read it and I'd memorize it. It'd just go into my spirit. And that's a part of, because that's how I was groomed. It's like my love language. Yeah. So when the Lord speaks to me, 
he give, you know, he speaks to me in Bible and, and different things like that. And, and I've come to learn along with that grooming that he'll also use a melody. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to put that in my music as a rhema word for someone out there. Yes. Hearing, knowing the word of God, understanding the context um, has just been really, it's been a beautiful way that the Lord deals with me. And I like to share it, you know, with others. Um, But that's how the grooming started. Um, Just saved at an early age, different, just, you know, you you feel the Lord calling you to sanctification and you're a kid. You're like, wait a minute, but I don't know what they're doing. How come I can't? Right. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? And then I was 17. I tried to pull away. I was like, no, nah, I see you made me weird all through high school, walking to school with my Bible, getting made fun of by everybody. Right. I'm trying to figure out, you know, all these other people do what they want to do. They in church. Right. Oh, girl. Let me. Lord's <laughs> like, ah, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's, but, but I want to encourage any young person watching this. If you feel God pulling you that in that direction towards sanctification on this side, as old as I am, I'm not going to tell my age, but I'm 30 ish ish (laughs) on the other side, watching and seeing what other people have gone through. You better say yes to that call to sanctification because you right. don't know what God is saving you from, how he's preserving you, how he will use you. You know, the Bible says the thoughts that I think towards you are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. You got a plan for your life and God has a plan for your life as well. Amen. Okay. And I think his plan is probably better than any of us could ever dream. So I would challenge you, if you feel the Lord pulling you in a certain direction, I would I, 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 I would listen. Because right. if you really have his hand on you and you are pulling away from him, you're going to get in trouble for that. Right. Okay. Absolutely. I, so I would play. Just say yes. Just say yes. Do what you got to do. And you will see the blessing. Not only the blessing, but the love. Mm-hmm. That is so loving for God to be with you at an early age and be there through your adolescence and be there through your youth and be there through your 20s and all of that. And just to be keeping you and working with you and dealing with you, helping you with emotional struggles, helping you with all these different things closely. Mm-hmm. Don't grieve him. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Let him do that. And you will have such a close intimate relationship and knowledge of God that is better than anything you could ever ask for. A lot of times, you know, we think a lot of this church stuff is cliche until you really run into the most high and he's dealing with you and he's working with you and he's letting you know, I'm pursuing you. Right. That's why he's my favorite subject. That's why I sing gospel music. Right. Okay. It's not a baby, baby, baby. No, God, because he, he never fails. He's perfect. Right, right. Yes, I just, oh, everything that you said, you know, again, we are so similar. Um, my processing, first of all, let me just let me just go backwards a little bit. I love okay. the fact that you addressed the young people that may be feeling that pull to come closer to God. 
uh, that are feeling the pull of sanctification at an early age, because I had that same thing, just like you, the same thing. And mine kind of, so, so again, like I said, I got baptized at seven and uh, wanted to wow. be baptized at like four or five. My parents was like, girl, wait, <laughs> they wanted to make sure I knew what I was doing. But yeah, at that early age, right, right. I had that hunger and that thirst. Um, and then, you know, as you are saying yes to God, sometimes the enemy will try to slide in and sideswipe you. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of spiritual attacks to happen. Yeah. But even in that, God was just gracious because he used it in your words, like you said, to imprint on me. Uh, and he yes. proved himself mighty and strong. And I was the weird child as well. You know, wearing my skirts. Uh, I stopped wearing pants in the seventh grade. I will never forget it, child. Um, I stopped <laughs> wearing my pants in the seventh grade. I know this is probably cliche to talk about now because whatever. But I remember being questioned and why, why don't you wear jeans? And, you know, I had the the boldness, even as a child to explain, you know, this is a part of my relationship with God. I remember mm-hmm. very distinctly, I used to, I was raised in Georgia and I, we, we all rode the cheese bus down there uh, in New York. You don't do that. So, <laughs> so we rode the cheese bus and the, and the, the bus stop was a, was a down the hill and across the street from my house. And so my mom could literally look out the window and see me at the bus stop. Um, and I would have my veil on, my prayer veil on. I would cover my head because I'd be talking to God because I had that same hunger and that thirst and same with you. Uh, and she would be like, Janice, you got your veil on. And I'm like, I know I'm talking to God. <laughs> you know, there's these moments, you know, there was times when the Lord would, I would be going through, like I said, the enemy was attacking my mind and I would be going through and I would hear the voice of the Lord, just that still small voice. And he would tell me to go to book, chapter and verse. And it would be the exact yeah. Thing that I needed. Um, yes. So certainly, as you said, if you are, it's amazing to me how the almighty God wants mm-hmm. to pull you close, even as a child, you know, yeah. this, this, this faith is incredible because you don't have mm-hmm. to go through nobody. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to be on a certain status to be close to God. He wants to be close to you even as 10, 9, seven, five, he wants to be close to you. So if you feel that pull, if you feel him, you know, drawing you to his word, just say yes. And and just like you, I'm a, I'm a second witness now on this side of of things in my 30 issues as well. (laughs) I can honestly say that I have a depth in God and a grounding in my relationship with God that does not move at everything that anybody says to me. And that is more valuable than anything you can get on Instagram, Facebook, any of that. It is more valuable than any course you can take. It is more valuable because there's so many winds of doctrine just blowing around. But to have that tried and true relationship with God from childhood and into your adulthood is everything mm-hmm. it is unmatched people are so yes. off balance um they are so easily swayed by all mysticism, all these things because they're not grounded and rooted in god and to have yes. that depth to have the attention of the most high god he wants your attention child listen I, i'll take yes. that i'm good <laughs> exactly absolutely mm-hmm. i agree 100 uh, so beautiful and with that as you grow, comes the anointing, comes the wisdom right. on 
when he comes upon you and what to do and how to hear his voice. I believe it's a scripture in Isaiah that says, you know, there, there will be a voice behind you saying, go here and go there. I think that's Isaiah, I think 30 and 21. And it's true. That doesn't come overnight necessarily. God can do what he wants to, but for the most part, that depth in God comes through time, through time, try and true time with him, within his mm-hmm. word. Um, and, and yeah, it is just unmatched. Child, you're about to get me off on a tangent, honey. I'm about to pour <laughs> off a trail in this house, honey. Okay. okay. <laughs> but okay. you know, the anointing is what we are missing in yes. the industry today. And we have because got talent. Yes. People just focus on talent. Yes. The anointing of God will get you in places and rooms that your talent, I don't care how amazing it is, will never get That's you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, people like to throw out favor ain't fair. Favor comes from when you have a relationship with God. Everybody does not get the blessings of God. That's a lie. That's true. Okay. Everybody does not get the blessings of God. Those who are submitted to him, who are trusting in him and obeying him, get those yes. types of blessings. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need in the industry today. Child, listen. Amen. Yeah. Let me bring it down before I break out shouting because I'm ready to go. (laughs) But we have to talk about (laughs) we have to talk about your EP. Girl, like I said, I be playing her music all the time, okay? And if y'all haven't gotten it yet, I'm going to need y'all to do your life a favor and go get it. The EP is entitled Encourage to Inspire. Please share with us. First of all, let me just I cannot decide which song is my favorite because I feel like each week I have a new favorite. Today I was going hard on uh, "Be Strong," girl. Yes, that it's 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 sometimes it's just the simple messages from God's word. I was reading that scripture last week, and then I was listening to your song today. But sometimes it's just the simple messages in 2021 with the craziness going on that will just keep you close to God. Be strong, courageous. Don't be afraid. I'll never fail you. Girl, how? Yeah. What inspired that? I mean, obviously the scripture, but share with us what inspired that song and this entire EP. That specific song, you know, I was in my little studio over there. And I was listening to the track and I just, I didn't have anything. It's nothing. And I just started praying. And that's typically what happens with me. I just pray. And then all of a sudden something starts forming. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like I'm a Bible thumper. So I get little scriptures and little things. And I, it started to come together like from the scripture. Be have not I commanded you to be strong? Yes. Be courageous. And I, I mean, I was sitting in my studio, and every time I thought about it, I just cried. Mm-hmm. It is the most simplest message, but every time I would think about the concept, thinking about my brother passing away this year and different things, you know, going on, you know, sometimes you can be in a very weakened state when you're dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. And man, I was just sitting there. I had a little bit of the words, the scripture, and then all of a sudden I heard it just the way I sang it. And every time I would sing those lyrics, I'd sit down and cry. Yes. Because it was ministering to me. So simple. But if somebody out there just needs a little encouragement, 
That's that, that's that title of the EP, Encourage to Inspire. That's yeah. all I'm here to do. You know, encourage and inspire someone just right in that moment where you need a little pick-me-up. So I know God is good. Those are the words he gave me. I'm giving them back. Mm-hmm. And he just every little piece of that he just gave to me. And so that's be strong, you know. You know, you always listen to your music back and you're like, I should have did this. I should have did that. Right. (laughs) No, it is what it is. You you sang it the way you heard it and the way you felt it at that time. And you got to be okay with that. And so that's pretty much it with that one. (laughs) Absolutely. It is perfect. It is perfection. Mm -hmm. And yes, we are our biggest critics because I'll be listening to my stuff like, dang, I should have did this. Girl, it is perfection. It is. And, you know, even tying in with our our theme of our conversation today, um, it takes the anointing to write a song out of a place of prayer. And, you know, I think there's a scripture also that talks about how the Holy Spirit will bring back to your remembrance the word of God. And so, yeah, so that that that, uh, nobody a normal person can't just do that. You need the Holy Spirit. You need God's power and his anointing to do that. And that's another huge thing that I love about your music. I'm huge on lyrics because I be needing to know what people are talking about because I can't. I cannot with these sneaky lyrics. I can't. So, because <laughs> I will, what? I will cut somebody off so quick if I hear some foolishness. No, because I don't need that in my spirit. So when I when I am introduced to an artist who I can be doing my Bible study and then listen to their song and hear the same thing. Oh, that's it. That's Mm. blessed. That that just blesses me uh, so deeply. And that is honestly how we as gospel music ministers serve, right? God's people need his word to carry them through. But if your songs don't have his word, then what are we doing? (laughs) May I make a point? Yes. Because I just thought of something. I don't know um, if anyone else out there has done this, but you know, when you go on YouTube and you listen to artists and they talk about how I almost sold my soul to the devil, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And they begin to talk about how they were in the music industry and how Satan would muse through them or they would be on drugs and yeah. they would get different messages and they would channel and do all of these things and create these hits. Not realizing that if you have the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. right, a place of there's a there's music that can come from a holy place, right, and the Lord can use right through you just like Satan uses through his vessels, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times we downplay what we have and the way that the Lord deals with us. Sometimes we can hear secular songs and they can sound so good. The beat can sound good. It's doing something for your for your flesh. Mm-hmm. But after you listen to it, you don't feel life. Right. You don't feel hope. You don't feel better. It sounded good, though. And when you think about that, that's why we as gospel artists should never be ashamed of our genre. Right. Because we have the light. Mm-hmm. We have the light. Even if you don't like my music or whoever's music, whoever is doing gospel music, after you listen to it, you're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel better. You know, you typically that is 
the response of the soul when you're talking about God or you're praising God. Even sometimes, yes, sometimes these people bypass and they don't go through their process, but the Bible still does declare, let everything that hath breath praise you, right. the Lord. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? You can still inspire other people to praise the Lord. And that's what gospel music does. And so it's a very, very powerful tool that we shouldn't shrink back from. We shouldn't be ashamed of. We got to thank God for the way that he uses us and speaks to us through his word, because the Bible says the words that I speak. Yes. Spirit in their life. So right. if we're hearing from the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost and we're putting that in our music. Somebody's going to get life. Someone's going to be encouraged. And so I just wanted to say that while that was on my heart. Listen, I am so glad that you did because that was spot on, spot on. And obviously somebody needed to hear it. Me being the first partaker of it. Okay. Girl, it has been so, so fun. Before we go, I want to do a little rapid fire questions. This is just for fun. All right. Are you ready? So you just have to answer the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the first question is, if you could collaborate with one artist, dead or alive, who would it be? I really, I would love to do a song with Molly Music. And you, of course, Janice, but I would love to do a song with Molly. (laughs) Yes. Um, I think that would be so dope. Because you guys both have really unique sounds and styles. I think that would be really good. Honestly, I think that you would challenge him, too. I mean, you know, I think that you would. Like, seriously. Really? Absolutely. You say that because they'd be like, "Mm -mm." Ah, no, no. not not in like a combative kind of sense. But I think that, so what I mean is like, I think that you would push him to really go deep really go deep with God. You know, um, I remember his first album, uh, which was really good. Right. Wasn't it? It was so good. Uh, and he was so ahead of his time then as well, but I feel like you have like a depth that I think that you will push him to. And I think it would be so good for him. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> You're like, girl, what? <laughs> I think that would be a good combination, you know, really, really good. I think you would push him for sure. Okay. So question number two, what is a resource that has helped you in your music ministry? A resource like business-wise or person-wise? Either one. So the next question I'm going to ask you um, is about business. So give me like a personal resource that has helped you in your music ministry. Well, the person I always talk about in all my interviews, Brian H. Porter, he's been the greatest resource musically um, ever. Like, I am just blessed. Like, I never thought I'd be able to work with someone that could just really drill my vocals the way that he has. And so he's been the greatest resource that the Lord has blessed me to encounter vocally and musically just developing my skills. Absolutely. And we need that. You know, like I said earlier, sometimes we are our worst critic or sometimes we can't hear all of our potential. So to have an outside Mm -hmm. ear, outside perspective opinion is always amazing. Um, And that's just super amazing that you've had that in a producer, you know, not all producers are not created equal. So it's great Mm -hmm. that you've had some (laughs) 
girl. <laughs> your face. Your face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool, but it's true. You know, all producers are not created equal, and equally so, all singers are not created equal. So you know, but it's about finding a balance. And when you find somebody like how like um like when Aaliyah got with Missy and Timbaland, that was like a perfect balance. Or who's mm-hmm. like I guess who was it? Um, was it Janet and and uh, uh, Jim Jam and Terry Lewis? Like when they found their producer, it really brought out their sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So or Brandy yeah. and um, Rodney Jerkins. Right. Okay. Like when she got with him, it was like, oh, it really it brought out the best of her. So that's dope that you got a producer that can really, really, really bring out the best of you. All right. So last question. What is the best music business advice that you've received to market and to try to get in playlists, you know, so people have the opportunity to hear your music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because what's the point of making a music if can't nobody hear it? Oh, <laughs> or yeah, right, right. And you've done an excellent job at that. I'm just gonna shout you out. Your girl has over like twenty thousand list active listeners on Spotify. It like, goes up and down. No, no, it goes up and down. Uh, uh-uh. don't be trying to don't be trying to downplay it. You're you're doing an amazing job. Keep mm-hmm. going. Okay, the Thank fact you. that you even got there is just amazing and you could probably teach a class on it okay but um yeah but before we go i want to do two things the first thing that i want to do is have you share all of your social media information how people can get in contact with you and then the last thing that i want to do is i definitely want to pray i will start and then you can finish um because i think that we really need to pray over the gospel music industry pray for the artists that we would seek out the presence and the anointing and the power of God so that we can be authorized to sing in his presence. So in that order, if you could just go ahead and give all of your contact information, your socials, and then I will start us off with our closing prayer and then you can end it. Okay. Um, so if you want to reach me, find me, I'm on Facebook. Um, my music page is Music by Simona and my Instagram that Janice inspired me to start is Simona W Music. Um, I'm also on ReverbNation.com forward slash Simona, S-A-M-O-N-A. And I'm on YouTube. My YouTube page is under Encourage to Inspire. Absolutely. Girl, this was such an awesome, awesome, awesome conversation. And I know everybody that's going to listen to it is going to be abundantly blessed. So before we go, we just want to say a prayer over all of the listeners that the Lord would just be with them. And like I said, I'll start and then you can finish. All right. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. We love you, oh God. You alone are worthy. You are all powerful. You are almighty. And we just bless your holy name. We thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to come together, Lord God, on one accord to share of our stories, Lord God, to share of our music, Lord God, and to share in conversation, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We just pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus over each and every listener, hallelujah, that is going to listen to this podcast, that they will be touched, Lord God, by something that we may have said, hallelujah, something that we may have mentioned in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, 
this conversation, Lord, would draw them closer to you. Hallelujah. Help them to say yes, Lord God. Hallelujah. When you are pulling on their heartstrings. Hallelujah. Help them to say yes. Help them to submit, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh God, to that private, intimate time, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That you so desperately desire to have from us, Lord God. We pray, Father God, over the gospel music industry. Hallelujah. Gospel music belongs to you, oh God, and we just surrender it back to you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray over each and every artist, oh God, that is going to listen to this. Hallelujah. That they would seek, Lord God, to go deeper, deeper in you, Lord God. That they would seek, hallelujah, to go deeper in their prayer time, deeper in fasting, deeper. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, hallelujah, in reading the word, hallelujah, so that they will be good stewards, hallelujah, over the gifts and the talents that you've given them, hallelujah, that it may serve your people, Lord God, in whatever capacity, hallelujah, that they need and desire in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, oh God, hallelujah, and we count it an honor and a privilege, Lord God, that you will use us, hallelujah. Hey, glory that you would use our voices, that you would use our instruments, Lord God. We love you and we just dedicate ourselves back to you. Hiya! In the name of Jesus. Now, God, I just pray a special prayer over my sister. Hiya! Hallelujah! That you would touch her, oh God. Hallelujah! Hey, God, with your hand, hallelujah, with your anointed hand, hallelujah, continue to strengthen her voice, oh God, hallelujah, strengthen her hands, her mind, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that she will be that artist, oh God, hallelujah, that music minister, Lord God, that you have called her to be. We pray, oh God, an extra blessing, hallelujah, over her music, Lord God, that it will reach the ears, the hearts, hallelujah, of each and every person that you have designed it to reach in the name of Jesus. May you bless her, Lord God, with open doors and opportunities, Lord God. And we rebuke the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of fear of success. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh God, we rebuke any hindering spirit, oh God, that may try to come up against her from doing your work, Lord God. We just thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You alone are worthy, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And we say thank you. We thank you for this connection, Lord God. May our friendship, oh God, continue to grow. May we be a blessing, hallelujah, to one another, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I pray, hallelujah, amen, amen. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. We just come to you humbly, Lord, me and Sister Janice. Hallelujah, we come humbly before your presence, Lord God. We thank you for this interview. We thank you for every single listener out there who has tuned in to this podcast, to this YouTube video, Lord God. And I would like to pray a special prayer over every artist that you have called that is hiding in a cave. Oh, God, I pray that you would bless, inspire, minister to each and every artist, whether it be poetry, music, uh, anything, hallelujah, painting, any type of art that you've given people that are trapped in fear and they feel like they can't express or do what you've called them to do. I pray that you will inspire them and give them brave hearts to conquer the devil and to defeat 
fear in the name of Jesus and to be the light that you've called them to be in this last, in these last and evil days, Lord God. I pray that you would continue to keep us all safe, bind us together with love, joy, peace, and unity as a body, as the body of Christ, Lord God. Just coming to you and asking you to touch the music ministries um, all over the world. Bless us to sing as one. Bless us to sing in unity. Bless us to understand the purpose of the anointing. Help us to be filled with purpose. Give us a charge, oh God, in this last, in these last and evil days. Give us a charge, a responsibility, a renewed um, responsibility that we understand that we need to fulfill for you. The hour is so late, oh God. The hour is so late and so we need to rise and do your work. Hallelujah. And just, I pray that you would just ignite us to do a mighty work. Hallelujah. 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 To do a mighty work for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this fellowship. I'm praying for my sister Janice, so that she would do everything that you have called her to do. I pray that you would continue to give her the wisdom and the knowledge to grow in grace, hallelujah, and to fulfill the call that you have on her life. I pray that you would continue to bless her with different ways to inspire indie gospel artists to fulfill their purposes and their prophetic call in you, oh God. I pray that you would just surround her with your wings of love. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would surround her with peace. And I pray that nothing will stop her from fulfilling the work that you have for her to do. I pray that you would place the right support group around her to help her and to be a blessing. I pray that you would just upgrade her friendships in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that she may flourish and do all of the things that you called her to do. And I pray that she would be filled with joy. I pray for her family. Hallelujah. Keep us all safe from coronavirus. Keep us all safe from disease and things that will try to attack our bodies to hinder us from doing your work. Oh God, we ask all of these things in your mighty, holy, precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Sis, it has been such a joy. Girl, I'm just full. I'm so full. I'm so full. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm just so grateful to you for coming on. We just so appreciate you and we're going to keep you in our prayers. So there you have it, everyone. Definitely make sure you stay tuned for more from the Gospel Underground. All right, family. I hope that you guys enjoyed my conversation with Simona. Don't forget, if you want to watch the video version of this interview, you can do so on our YouTube channel. I will make sure that the link for that video is in our show notes. While you are there, definitely make sure you go ahead and subscribe and leave us a comment. Also, make sure you check those show notes again to connect with Simona. Like like you all have heard, she is an amazing artist and just really a wonderful woman of God. So if you want to work with her, if you want to connect with her, if you want to listen to her music, you can find all of her links in the show notes. Also, if the podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as well as screenshot your favorite episode and be sure to tag us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. I love you guys so much. Next week, I'll be back with a solo episode. Um, But yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you as always for listening. Stay focused on Jesus and keep one other in prayer and I will speak to you next week.